Yo, 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 ladies and gentlemen, hello and welcome back to another episode of I Plead the Culture. I'm your co-host, Casey St. James. Yeah, and this is Happy. And we're back, man. This is, what, you want to call it the start of season two? I think we called that, and I'm I'm shocked to where we are recording right now. It's a very special place where we're recording. We, I think we did our first, like, 25 episodes at my apartment. Correct. Then we went to LA. We did an episode at my parents' house. One at yours and now one at mine. Yeah. I yeah. mean, <laughs> this is a fucking mansion. <laughs> Shout out Clayton. We're in Clayton right now. Yeah. Coming live from Clayton, A California. place they'd never expect. Yeah. Um, they didn't think we'd be pulling up and recording here. No. no I never thought I'd be pulling up and recording here. <laughs> it's a very nice place, though. I, I like Clayton a lot. It's it's cool. I mean, it's kind of... We, we went to the local bar and grill tonight. What did you think of that? Uh, I thought it was pretty racist. Yeah. But, you know, it was a good time. I think it was less racist and more so, like, the thing that I was concerned about was that there was nothing but waitresses who were, like, 15, year old, 15 years old. Yeah, I think, well, the, I didn't think it was that racist. I just think that the demographic in there was very weird. It felt like the Epstein Island of Clayton. Yeah. That's like, how I felt. the owner of the bar was, like, grooming those girls. Yeah. Well, that's your hometown bar, so. <laughs> they don't have that in San Bruno? No, we don't have that in San Bruno. The food was South good, City. though. The food was good, yeah, I will say. And I'm not making good. any formal accusations. That, I mean. It was just, like, seeing it, you were there. You're on the record, though. Yeah, I mean, seeing it, I was kind of like, well, this is kind of weird. Well, yeah, you were also like, yeah, they're, this bar is notorious for that. <laughs> So that's a good point. Um, <laughs> something's up in Clayton. Yeah. Just on a smaller scale. Yeah. Um, but we're back, man. I know it's been a while since we touched road, touched mic. But uh, do you have any uh, housekeeping things you want to take care of? Yeah. I mean, uh, we've talked a little bit about season two. Yeah. And going uh, video. And it's coming. Which is coming. I know I've said the merch is coming too, but the video is actually coming. The merch is also on the way. The thing with the merch is I really want to make sure it's perfect before we bring it to the public. So, like, I don't want to put shit on Gildan, you know? Like, I want to make sure it's, like, good-looking merch that me and you can both, like, take pride in, in I take representing. Pri- I take pride in the prototype you gave me. Well, the prototypes are fire, right? But like, So, I mean, I feel like the prototype for that should be enough for the people. Yeah, but I also want to make sure it's high quality, right? Like, That I feels high quality. I don't want to like have them buy an IPTC sweater and then throw it in the washer and it's like coming out three sizes too small. <laughs> like, I don't want that. So. Yeah, that was my sweatshirt. Yeah, so it's a lot of... Uh, it's a lot of like uh, moving parts and making sure that quality is top notch because our fans, our 35 fans at least, deserve the most. So we have the stats. We know who's listening. We know who's not. Yeah, yeah. Um, I had a lot of people. I had a lot of people pull up at me last year and say, "Oh, I'm such a fan. I'm such a fan." Just straight. Lying. I listen to every episode. It's like. Yeah, we can check. They don't know that we can check. They don't know we can check. Yeah, yeah they're lying. Yeah. So face. I appreciate everyone who is listening. Because they never actually say it. Yeah, no, they just listen in silence. Yeah. And those are our biggest fans. And the people who come up and say, oh my God, love the podcast, love the podcast. It's like, would you listen to two episodes? One and two? (laughs) Yeah, number one. Yeah. It's like, yeah, we saw. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I mean, how long has it been since we last recorded? Jeez. Um, What was the last episode? I don't know. 
it was our end of the year wrap up where we said, you know, we went over a lot of things to end the year. <laughs> yeah. Don't then, sound so depressed about it. No, I mean, yeah. I'm not depressed. I'm just like more so shocked it's been that long. Yeah. I mean, the holidays, you know how it goes. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of moving parts. I think um, we both had personal personal issues going obstacles on. yeah 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 but i mean now now we're back we're back we've like, cleared all those out what we're like three weeks into january and we already have a lot to talk about and i feel lucky that the game has given us things to discuss for sure i like i mean two years ago it would have been completely dry right now yeah but this year we got 21 within the first week yep we got Lil Dicky. Your boy. My that's, boy. That's your absolute yeah. boy. I could see you smirking over there waiting for me to say it. But Penith, I, I, by the way, is what it's called, guys. If you guys aren't Little Dicky fans. Yo, don't Josh project, me. Don't Josh me right this now. This project is called Penith. Don't be joshing me right now. Okay, go ahead. Don't be joshing me. Go ahead. I'll let you get your Well, no, up. I mean, I, I, to, uh, to me, I think part of making this show yeah. was the concept of culture vulture-ism. Yeah, for and sure. he is the biggest proponent or uh, vulture of the entire concept. Yeah, so I I've always felt very influenced by him and the fact that he's finally dropped an album with, after like nine or ten years, which is a soundtrack album, by the way. It's a soundtrack album, sort of for Dave. It's it's a soundtrack album, but is it a soundtrack album? If, yes, if, yes. Is it a soundtrack album if it is influenced? If the show itself is influenced by his entire life. But how like, ver- that's how- the thing is like it, it gets blurred. Well, the I'm thing gonna, is it's blurred. The thing is me. how how verbatim is the show to his life? I feel like it's pretty close. You think it's verbatim his life? I'm not saying verbatim, but I'm saying it's close. And yeah, like I guess me and you will never know. So well, no, we might. We could get to the bottom of it. We can get to the bottom of it if we really dug. <laughs> if we if we ever hopped on that true true crime podcast we were talking about. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. If we did a true crime podcast, would you guys listen? Yeah. So if you think me and Happy would cook on a true true crime podcast, please fill out a plea form, plea form, or <laughs> sign our DMs on IG and tell us we would cook because we've been marinating a spinoff. Of I've been IPTC. thinking about it. I mean, I'm I'm such a big fan of true crime. Me too. I love true crime. It's depressing at times, though. I feel like we would get depressed a little bit, like talking about like. Murders, killings, kidnappings. Yeah, but if people were listening, it's all worth it. Yeah, so we've been talking about a spinoff of I Plead the Culture. It would be called I Plead the Crime. And we would be talking about true crime things. You've um, never told me that. and That's a, that's actually a good, good bit. Yeah. yeah, that was off the dome right now. <laughs> that was good. So yeah, let's going back it. to our old podcast, the yeah. one that we still have. Let's get into it, yeah. We got 21 the first week mm-hmm. of 2024. And then we also got Lil Dicky. The thing that I want to discuss about 21 Savage is he is the biggest, I think, um, rapper who really speaks to the experience of what it's like to grow up in the streets and have like PTSD from it. No, yeah. I, like he doesn't he doesn't mix bars. Like he's very clear that what he went through um was was very traumatic. I mean, I feel like a lot of rappers are like that, though. I I agree, but a I... A lot I, of the Atlanta rappers are like that. I agree, but but he is the one who is most blatant about it. He he speaks about it to the truest form. He did dial it back a tad on this album, though. I disagree. On this album, he said he was talking about how... I forgot what track it was. Maybe Red Sky, how he essentially, like, oh, 
everything that he's rapping isn't true type shit. Well, that was just a disclaimer. Exactly. He because of Young Thug's court case. Yeah, he doesn't want to catch a Rico. Right. You heard that bar. Right, but that, that goes back to our second episode where we shouldn't allow the criminal justice system to... Um, impede the art? Yeah, of hip-hop. I'm with you. I the thing, was and it was like, very frustrating to listen to the Young Thug song on the album and have it be completely, uh, I think, censored. Like that was, that was totally worst, unfair. That was one of the worst songs I think I, that was on the album from Thug. Yeah, for sure. But it wasn't his fault. Like he's out of songs where he isn't talking about. Crime. But then at that point, it's like, <laughs> which dude, is also like, crazy. Like, but Twenty One at that point shouldn't even put Thug on the album, dude. No, you think it's funny because they talk about all the time, like you see stories in the media where they're like. Oh, I've recorded a thousand songs with this guy, or we've made a hundred songs together. I don't like that. To I, be don't, I don't like it either, but it also goes to show that Young Thug couldn't provide like 15 songs that weren't about gangbanging. Yeah. They, I mean, they have a lot of things vaulted. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Thug was just yeah. incriminating himself. In How many those. songs do 21 and Young Thug have together that they couldn't find one single song that wasn't talking about gangbanging? Probably zero. Zero. It, it, that is what it was. Yeah. So. But but I think the important part of that is 21 is giving a lot of people education on what it's like to be from there that people otherwise wouldn't understand. I think that that's his biggest accomplishment is providing context for his situation that people otherwise wouldn't understand. No, yeah, I'm with you. What what would you rate the album on a scale of 1 to 10? Well, I think that's a simplification to just be giving it numbers. I think he but he, no, ser- we, he serves he serves a specific purpose in hip hop. I really feel like he is the one person in hip hop who speaks completely honest honestly about what it's like to come from the gutter. Yeah, no, I'm I'm with you. I'm with you. But like we're talking about the project as a whole, right? We're talking about the art. I want to know how you feel subjectively about it. It might not be objective, but I want to know how you feel subjectively about the album. You're looking for just an answer. An answer. From me. Yeah. Well, let me pull it up. Pull up the album. I mean, there's like, how many How many tracks is it? 15? 15. Perfect. Yeah. From a musical perspective, he did a good job. Yeah, and I saved probably 9 out of 15. So, for me... But we shouldn't simplify like that. I'm not like, simplifying. I, I, I'm not... Like, the songs that even might not be, might not have... For us, yeah. My, they might not have any... It might not like, be easy to re-listen to, but they still hold value. I No, I'm with you, dude. That's that's the thing. I just want to know in terms of like... Just like me, for sure. Yeah. Well, in terms of like a Fantanio like, album rating, I want to know what you'd give it. Because we haven't talked about this. We The last couple of weeks, you've been like, have you listened to 21? Yes. What do you think? Save it for the pod. So now what do I, I think? I think it's probably... You want me to go like Fantano? Yeah, Fantano. Compared to the other albums in the last couple of years, probably like an 8.2. Yeah, I, I was going to say solid 8. His biggest criticism is that he doesn't change his flow at all or subject matter. Yeah. and What do you a, think about that? I, I agree with that, to be honest with you. But I will say on this project, there's a lot of Drake influence. And you can like feel it. You can tell that they've been fucking hanging. Hanging. Yeah. Like, see the real. And you're you're saying that because I told you that like 20 minutes no, ago. No, no. Yes. I was thinking that before. That's what I said. No. Letter to my brother. You, you just completely snatched my Letter point. to my brother. See the real. See the real is a Drake song. For sure. That I think was probably too Drake, and Drake gave it to him as a part of being on the tour. It, it sounded like nice for what part two. 
That's what I said. Like no, I was ago. I was thinking that, bro. You, you, were, you were stealing no, my No, dude. Now you're trying to make me look like a fucking plagiarist. You are. I just said that. I swear. I swear. Don't play me like that. I'm not playing you. I could have fucking free I thinking. just said, I said, yo, I have to go to the bathroom. Isn't this song like nice for no, what? No, you didn't, bro. Yes, I you're did. fucking capping. Bro, you are dreaming. Um... I guess our brains are just in sync. Yeah, that. I guess it's just yeah. wavelength because I was thinking that dead ass. It is possible I didn't say that and then we just both thought it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's 21 albums on the complete opposite end of the spectrum. We have your A1 day. No, one. no, no. I want to I I go a step further with 21. Okay, yeah, go ahead. Because the mainstream criticism of him is that he doesn't he doesn't change things up enough. But I feel... His place in rap is really important. What do you think his place in rap is? He is the gangster of rap to me. I don't know. There's some true, the, real no, no, life, no, no, no. true let life thugs let me, in rap. Let me finish because I know that statement sounds weird. I think a lot of other people saturate their music. But I feel like 21 is very honest about what it is like to experience growing up in the cuts. No, I'm with you. I mean, like, so is fucking chief keef and his o-block posse well so but, but, is, but they didn't they didn't have as much long-term success as 21 has 21 has been in the game for like 10 years yeah now. he's a superstar yeah right so he is he is giving a specific thing to the game which is talking about the ptsd of living that kind of life i feel like there's artists like that that are big maybe not for us but like who like who i don't know young boy fucking Moneybag yo key glock like those guys are straight th- ESTG. No, you you make a good point though. Like those are like complete the, thugs, dude. Those are thugs who are I truly humble under God. Truly humble under God, I mean, and they. But they, they're they're speaking to a population that already knows what they're talking about. Twenty one is speaking to a population like us. He's speaking to the mainstream that doesn't know what. Like when I listen to uh, Twenty One Savage, I feel like it gives me a greater understanding of what it's. Obviously, I could never understand what it's like to grow up in the hood like that. Yeah. But he makes it relatable to a point where you want to start throwing trackers on whips. <laughs> <laughs> Not quite that, but but he makes it more accessible. No, yeah, he he makes his struggle okay. accessible. No, you know, and I, I, and I think the the young boys and the chief keeps they make their music and it's it's all good. But it's for it's it, a, it's for a niche. Yeah, it's, it's, for, a it's niche. for a niche. And twenty one is I think making that type of music accessible to the larger mainstream is important. No, I'm with you. I, I, I agree with that, actually. I yeah. think that 21, to put it in simpler terms, I think that 21 is the most mainstream artists, mainstream artist that puts that into perspective for us, I will say. Like, he's the one truly humble under God that I listen to where it's not just straight, complete, like, thug shit. Right, and so, he makes me want to carry a stick, though, a bit. He does, yeah. Yeah. Because it's just like, it sounds good when I he's... Am, I am wondering how much influence music has on people because... You want to carry a stick now. Not only that, but when Metro Booming came out with his last album and he did the on-time intro... Yeah. And he has the intro with uh, Homelander from... <laughs> yeah, The Boys. The Boys. Massive hit. <laughs> and he says, I'm not apologizing. Yeah, I haven't apologized since. Yeah. I'm wondering if I'm taking too much advice from rappers and if that's a bad idea. I know, crazy. It's like sitting in this massive Clayton house and you want to 
carry a fucking stick. <laughs> but respects. This I show mean, has always been about that. Unapolo- unapologetic truth. So. Yeah. Sorry I, I do want to yeah, carry I mean, sticks. Yeah, I don't, I'm not apologizing ever again. Yeah. Fair. You? I th- don't think I've apologized either. <laughs> For anything. I don't think I've ever apologized. <laughs> and you shouldn't. Yeah. So. So that's uh, 21. I mean. T- that's 21. I, yeah. I, and then from more of just like a listenable perspective. It's a good listen. Loved it. I think it was a really great Really liked it. it that's is, the thing. It'll captivate. It's very consumable. It's very consumable. I mean, he, what did he do? 130K first 131. week? 131K first week. Like that's good for a rapper. Strictly hip hop. Because you see some of these other rappers like Offset did like 60. Crazy, bro. Quavo did 30. Yeah. 21 Savage doing 130K is important. I know. I'm with you. I wonder what the other, like, who is that fan base that is pushing that? Us. I, but we're pushing all the other stuff, too. There, there's, like, another margin of the group that is pushing him. I think for some reason he appeals to white girls. the white demographic. I was going to say the, the, white white, the white demographic a lot more. For some but, reason, the white girls love 21 Savage. It's the Drake effect. You go on tour with Drake, you're selling 130K. I think it's the prison effect. Like, you know how women... Like love guys who yeah, murdered, who like Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah, <laughs> it's like that. That's the same thing with Twenty One. Yeah, so they want to change him. <laughs> crazy. <laughs> I I can fix him. Yeah. Um, but that's Twenty One. Yeah, I think it was a good project. Again, solid eight. Um, eight point two for you. Second best album of the year. Behind. A little dicky. Penis. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you can you can joke about it all you want. I will. I, this podcast was built, not built, but influenced by Lil Dicky's entire concept. According to you. Well, you did it with me, so. No, I have a different mindset. The first time we met up, I was like, this is for Lil Dicky. And you were like, yeah. No, the, okay. I will disclaimer our episode one, the, t- the opening <laughs> track was Lil Dicky. I wanted it to be like Emotionless by Drake. And he was just like, dude, like. I'm gonna make an executive decision. It has to be this track. I was like, but it made okay. sense. He's like, it for makes bra- so much sense. It for does us, make bro. it does make sense. It is the brand of the entire podcast was that. And I don't want to sound like a little dicky hater. I you don't. are kind of a hater. I'm not a hater. I'm just like a a good analogy I made to you the other day is like your little dicky is my Larry June. Like no, you that's love- not, that wasn't actually a one to one. That was a good one to one. No, I disagree. Why do you disagree? Because. Larry June is just a rapper. Lil Dicky's beyond that. Okay. <laughs> Larry June is also a businessman. He he opened a boba shop in Mission Bay. Yeah, it's personal for you. Lil Dicky's personal for me. Exactly. That's why yeah. I made the comparison. Like I don't know. Who you're right. Gonna... Okay, that makes sense. So he's personal to you. Yes. Yeah. My my love for Lil Dicky is probably skin color. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not just. It's not just skin color. It's not just skin color. Wow. He is a funny guy <laughs> this guy this white guy no, that's no, funny no. and can rap wow no 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 no, so no, no, no 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 <laughs> and See, he can act well i to be him so bad <laughs> you are so twisting right now you're twisted for twisting it like that wow he can act i'm walking Damn, off that's crazy. i'm out yo get the fuck out my parents house <laughs> okay no i'll let you go i'll let you go well now i feel like i don't have anything to say <laughs> okay no i do so okay, I'm Lil Dicky. No, what I do? Hey, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's how he raps. I mean, he is uh, bar wise. I think 
Weak. As good as no, Weak. I think he's as good as Jack Harlow. No problem. Okay, I'll give you Jack Harlow. My homeboy just be cancer. I call my ex, no answer. <laughs> yeah, I'll give you Jack Harlow. Okay, I, it wouldn't make sense to you. the The way he speaks is so personal to you, to me. Yeah. If you listen to Harrison Ave, it's like a story of falling in love with a girl in eighth grade. Dad, what are you doing here? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, my dad just walked in. <laughs> Okay, go ahead. So Harrison Ave. Harrison Ave was a classic. Yeah. The reason I like him is he approaches... I, I feel like there's a space for him in the industry. And if you listen to his entire album, people could say it's satirical of rap, but to me it is more appreciative of rap. I think you it's... Li- a, you, listen no. to it, you listen to it top to bottom, you can hear the influence of Kanye. You can hear Tyler, the creator... You can hear Playboy Cardi. He is very respectful and acknowledging of all the big guys in hip-hop. I'm serious. I can see you smirking over there. <laughs> this better be fucking funny and true if you're looking <laughs> like that. You think Lil Dicky's the culmination of all those guys? I don't think he's a culmination. That's not what I said. I think there are people accuse him of being a culture vulture. I was going to say. like They, wh- they, pre- they, they accuse that- him of that. Let me finish. They, they accuse him of that. But yeah. to me, when you listen to his music... It is very obvious that he appreciates the people who came before him. He appreciates it for sure, but he also bites. Right. So what difference is him biting versus us biting? Because we're not rapping. <laughs> no, we're just fucking podcasting about yeah, it. Yeah, we're podca- podcasting about it. But right, like, but it's the same. I mean, it's a one-to-one comparison. That's the thing. I will say I listened to the album. He's going up against okay. the same no, accusations no, no, no. that my ex-girlfriend keeps giving to me. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I will say, no, I, I, I watched the show. Dave was a great show. I think he's a great actor. I listened to the album, and there's tracks on there that I like a lot. I, there's tracks in there that I like a lot. I just, I think Little Dicky is, he also plays into the kind of corny white boy stigma where his, like, rhymes are just, like, too corny for me to play in the whip sometimes. I'm like, dude, I'm not, the fuck? Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, it's like yeah, too, yeah, like, yeah. I'm not pulling I, up, I, I, I hear bumping that. Little Dicky with my windows down, like blasting. Maybe, and you don't want to have to pull it down, and then the people who see you say, oh, it's, it's a joke. It's Little Dicky. Yeah, it's Little Dicky. I get, I get that. I mean, I do. I think I the only song on that album I would do that with is probably Honestly, because Honestly is a massive hit. I knew when I watched that like season three episode, the last episode of the one Which I had to that, beg you to watch. Yeah, and so I when I saw that episode and that song came on, it was like right after he broke up with that girl. I was like, "Wow, like this one is a fucking massive hit." But other than that, like I, I, I don't know what the argument is here. I think Twenty One washes that album. It, what, it, what are you it, giving it, a better album? It, it's, what do you? What is the better no, no, album? No, 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 no. It's it's this is the main point I'm trying to make is it's not between the two. It's that both can exist in their own lane. Yes, in their own lane and give. Any listener, some education on the difference. Correct. No, I, I agree like, with that. Be, because what I see so often on Twitter and on Reddit and shit is that you have to pick one or the other. And I feel like hip-hop listeners don't have any well, they don't ability wanna... to like – it's all about choosing. It's like you don't have to choose. You can enjoy both things. But that's the and thing. I think like... I, no, 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 no. I really think that Lil Dicky, he, he has a place in hip-hop. 
he has enough bars to get through it, and he gives a little bit more context, and it's not it's not satirical to the point that it's making fun of rap. He is appreciating it at the same time. Well, okay, the counter-argument I have for that is the tough thing is, besides the demographic of people that are like us, where we listen to both lanes of that, you don't find people from the hood that are going to listen a little dicky. Right, like see, you, but, it, it, so they do choose. So it's it's a choosy. It's choosy. It's you choose up. But that's not the because demographic. The, that's not the demographic I'm talking about. I'm talking about the people like us. No, who decide to choose one way or the other, and it shouldn't be like that. I don't feel like people do that though. No, definitely, definitely, people are so judgmental these days. I know, I know, but I don't think people choose like, like people will, will accuse Little Dicky of being like, oh, he's he's fucking ripping off black hip-hop oh he's doing this or like 21 savage is like oh i don't get what he's talking about like i'm not like that yeah i guess i guess you're right i think like people refuse to find a middle ground like why can't you enjoy both of those things yeah i guess it's hard for me to comprehend because i we live in that middle ground where it's like i'll listen a little dick you know problem the thing with me is music is music dude like if it's good it's good but it's not like that for the listener in general i know like the average consumer isn't like that i think like I mean, like, for instance, like, Munch. Like, I think Munch is a great song. <laughs> right? Are you talking about, talking about Ice Spice right now? Yeah, like, Munch is a fucking hit. And like, like? Yeah, like, what the fuck? So, like, <laughs> <laughs> so like I think that's a great song. But well, also, hold on, like, hold on. Most let's people not, let's don't. Let's not get into the Ice Spice part of it. Okay. But you know, you, hold on. This, this podcast is so pro Ice Spice, it's not even funny. Okay, but you know what? People also think Larry June's trash. No, no, no. I think we're, I think we're ex- over-expanding right now. I think okay. we keep it tight because. No, I'm with you, dude. Because I'm, just, the, I was trying to I'm talking about I'm talking about mainstream hip hop. There's mainstream that thinks if you go to the mainstream, uh, they make fun of Twenty One Savage for not making tight enough bars and for being British. For being British, which I am, by the way. Yeah. And then they say Lil Dicky is too corny and not allowed to be in the in the stream. Dicky is corny. He's corny sometimes. I disagree. I totally disagree. Think, of course you do. Why? Because I have Jewish friends. No, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that because that's your guy, and like you'll ride or die for little Dicky. No, but I don't. I don't think it's that simple. I'm not saying he's just my guy. Like you that. think like, that'll. You think Peanut will finish in the top five albums of the year for you? I mean, yeah, I I actually do. Okay. He knows how to write a love song. That's a super underrated part of hip hop. He is such. He is such a son of Kanye. But it's when also you, when like you, I can tell you haven't listened to the album whole through. I have Ali's love song. I That's heard one it. song, one song that was on the show. So that tells me you haven't. Yeah, listened Yeah, all it. the fucking show. That tells songs. me you haven't listened to it. I listened to it. No, you haven't. I promise you, I listened to it. Oh, skipped a couple though. Bahamas promises. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh shit. But yeah, no, I okay. On a scale of one to ten, what are you giving Lil Dicky's penis? Well, I do want to acknowledge at the same time that it is personal. <laughs> okay, so what's your personal rating? I'll give you mine after. Um, it's on the record, dude. I know, I know, I know. Personally, uh, I would give it like an eight point six. Higher than higher than twenty one. Yeah, for me, it's better. Okay. I'm it makes it me a, just sound like a white supremacist. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna give it a six point seven. I retract. I'll give it a six point seven. I I will say I, there, I I appreciate storytelling. Like like honestly, and I'm just desperate right now. Yeah, to make points. Honestly, and Harrison Ave were the two tracks that I really gravitated to. But you know me, I really love the soul samples and like 
Little Dicky had, had some. But he had a lot of soul samples on no, there. No, can you let me finish? I, Little Dicky had some of those, and they were really good. That's what I said. Harrison Ave, honestly, really, really good. 21 had soul samples throughout his whole thing. And I just like, I don't know. I'm not I'm not trying to sound like a wannabe, but I related to 21 a little bit more because like that's more of the vibe that I'm used to. And there so is these, no life that you live that makes you relate to 21 No, but Savage. more than Little Dicky, dude. You are closer to Little Dicky, let's be clear. More Your than life is closer Dickie, to Little Dicky than, than little, it is 21 Savage. More let's than be little very Dickie. clear. More than Little Dicky. Let's Dickie. be very clear. Okay, but I don't. I just don't vibe with the corny bars. That's a thing. Okay. I don't vibe now with the corny now you're bars. Upset. Now you're upset. I don't vibe with the corny bars. Now you're upset. Now you're no, upset. not upset. <laughs> I'm upset. Drake. <laughs> let's talk about Drake. What do you <laughs> What do you think about for all the dogs? This is the reason why we don't listen to anything but Drake. Yeah. Because <laughs> Drake's a happy medium. If you want to talk about happy medium between the two, it's Drake. Yeah, half Jew, half black. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> quite literally, half like, medium. Quite literal. Yeah, like Drake literally corny bars and banger beats and yeah. kind of black. So it's like the perfect. <laughs> yeah. Drake it could for be us. the son of Little Dicky and For 21. us who are neither black or Jewish. Yeah. <laughs> to make that clear. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, man, I'm with you, bro. I, <laughs> <You're> not. <laughs> I'm with you in spirit. I appreciate that. I mean, I, I, I I'll back you. I will. I enjoyed like, both albums. If for anyone, sure. okay, if anyone were to come to you and be like, "Yo," and I was with you, and they were to say like, "Yo, fuck little Dicky, he's trash," I'd be like, "Yo, let's relax." Like, what do you think people are gonna come up to me and say that? And maybe now. <laughs> oh, like who? I don't know. Bunch of ops. Yeah, we have ops out there. Real quick, for the ops, go listen to 21 Savage. Everything he's saying about his ops, I feel about you. Yeah. And I'm tired of y'all, for real. Yeah. If I get any more passive-aggressive texts again, don't fucking text me. And I'm fucking serious about that shit. I wish we had a soundboard. So I and if like- you are a coward who is too scared to respond to my group text saying, Oh, I'm scared. Fuck you. Damn. I wish we had a soundboard for the pod where it could be like, wah, 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 wah. you know, like the sirens and shit. Nah, I mean, one of the one of my favorite bars on the Little Dicky album was like, he was like, if I ever call my ops, I'll probably have a panic attack. Yeah, anxiety attack, he said, actually. Yeah. See, I could tell you didn't listen. <laughs> anxiety attack. I honestly, that makes me tougher than Little Dicky because I will, but it does make it relatable. You'll stand on business, but you'll be scared. You think I would stand on more business than Lil Dicky? Um, I think Lil Dicky's more of a lover, not a fighter, than you are. I think like if you're pressed, you'll snap a little bit. I will push. Yeah, you'll push B. Yeah, you know who you are. Yeah, I mean, like I just gave you. Hey, broken, broken pinky promises. Yeah. So. Yeah. Sad that I know all the tea. Crazy. There's so much tea. Yeah. You know who you are. You know who you are. Um, anyway, anything else for me? How was your Christmas, New Year's? I haven't seen you since. Oh, actually, I saw you on New Year's. I saw you on New Year's, yeah. Yeah, but how was your uh, your Christmas? After that, I went to San Diego. Shout nice. out Schrager. Shout out Joey. Yeah. Thanks for housing. Nice. It was a good time. Yeah, you? Uh, I haven't done too much. Um, went to a couple of Warriors games. Went to Met GP2. Um my dad is really good friends with the commissioner of the Philippine Basketball Association. So, shout out Commissioner Willie, Tito Willie out here. 
But yeah, we got. I had to get this off. I had to get it off. He said, "He said you have a podcast. You better show me up." (laughs) No, he didn't. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, he did. No, but we got a like a VIP tour of Chase Center and like saw the performance lab, the locker room. It was super dope. I haven't even seen this dude since last year. Who? You. (laughs) Well, yeah, I got kicked out of the party at eleven forty-five. So. Call it out. Call it out. I mean, what do you want to stand on business now, right? I, I, there's not a business I haven't stood on. No, but, uh, yeah, I mean, it's been good. I think, um, the next time you guys hear from us, if not next week, the week after, we'll, you guys will actually be able to see us. And I know we have made Bahamas promises about this, but we are actually going to do video moving forward. Visual pod moving forward. So you have at least one more audio only, but after that we are going full platform. Yeah, it's gonna be crazy. Because I, I, uh, I downloaded TikTok a couple months ago, uh-huh. and once I downloaded it, I was like, I can't believe we have a podcast and we're not on this. Because there are so many fucking hacks on there. Yeah. And if we are hacks, we should be at least equally hacky to them. Yeah, and I think I don't want to give like a hard deadline, but I'm thinking February 10th. You guys will be able to order merch on the website, and yeah, I mean it's season two, baby, like. I feel like uh, what what was our first pod drop like February something right? Trial starts February, so it's almost first, been a our, year. Yeah, it's been a year now. It's been a and, year. And straight up, I'll and fuck I'll, the haters. I'll speak from the heart. Uh, my favorite part of the last twenty twenty three was having this podcast with you. You're my brother. You're my fucking boy. Come like on. I Come appreciate on. you to the end of the earth. Yeah, bro. Wouldn't be the same um, without you. Crazy. I had an amazing year. Yeah, we, I, I, we hung out like 50 times. Yeah. No, we, we were talking about this. Like, yeah. we think out of 365 days, we hung out maybe a third of the 365. Yeah. But you're probably my most, like, if you want to do Spotify rap for friends, <laughs> you're probably my number one Spotify rap yeah. friend. Um, Monitoring the where you are. Yeah, tracking my whip. Yeah. 20, you feel like 21 <laughs> when you're fucking on Find My Friends. Um, but yeah, man, we had a great year. Hat, love you, man. Um, but yeah, I think, I think for season two, it's almost been a year. We're going to have video soon and the merch will be out. I promise you that promise, promise, promise Bahamas promises for sure. And if we're not, then just confront me in person. If you can find me, dare you, if you can find me, I, this is, I plead the culture season two peace. Slime.